Welcome back to the John Burt Leadership Podcast. I'm here with my guest, the world's top leadership coach, John Matone. Welcome, John. Great to be here, JB. Thank you. Great to have you. Really a privilege. John, we're talking about intelligent leadership and how to ignite the leader within. And you've defined these 12 principles of intelligent leadership, call them tenets. And we're here now talking about the fifth uh, tenet, fifth, fifth principle, and that is that successful leaders and future leaders must make the conscious decision to be vulnerable. And vulnerability is is in the press a lot these days. I think it's a sure. lot of articles you see about vulnerability. Yeah. And, and I really see this as, uh, this is really the most difficult decision with the clients that I work with um, for leaders to become vulnerable, right? But it's also potentially the most rewarding. So John, tell us a little bit about why it's one of your key principles. So JB, I, I love what you just said, that uh, it can actually... Uh, and often is uh, the the most rewarding decision that uh, can be made by an individual, by a leader. Um, just a, a personal example, going back 10 years ago, um, I had made the decision at 55 years old. JB, you know the story. Um, I'm going to share it with the audience. Um, I made the decision um, to uh, give up my corporate life and it was a decision that really was not met with a lot of acceptance by a lot of my friends and colleagues. They were like, what, what are you doing? You know, cause I, I really honestly was doing very, very well. And, um, the most important person in my, my life obviously, uh, was my wife, Gail of 42 years. And, uh, I asked her, I said, you know, what, what are your thoughts? And she said, yeah, you know, uh, you, you have my support here. And I needed that support to make that decision. And it, it's interesting that, um, you know, it, it really hit me, JB, that I had spent 55 years with this notion that, um, you know, I had, a, I, had, I had the answers on a lot of things. And in reflection, uh, post that decision to kind of relaunch my business, I, it, it hit me that, um, yeah, I was pretty successful, but really, honestly, not as successful, uh, in fact, as I could have been. And uh, so, you know, I thought about why why was that true? And I I came up with an answer, which is which is really what you and I see in the world of executive coaching, which is an overactive ego, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And yeah. there's a lot of human beings running around with that overactive ego thinking that they've got all the answers uh, and thinking that they are the center of the universe. And it hit me that, you know something, uh, I, I've got to switch this up if I'm going to be really successful uh, in, in my next venture. And mm-hmm. uh, so when I, when I realized um, uh, that I, my, me on this earth, me being on this earth was not about me. It was, it was about, my existence every single day is about others. In other words, I was put on the earth to serve others. And when I understood that and I embraced it, 
And I internalized it. And I started to actually live it. Mm-hmm. It was apps, which is the vulnerability decision, JB. It's right. It's yeah. like you relent. You you mm-hmm. absolutely relent. So it's beautiful to believe in yourself, right? We want our clients to believe in themselves deeply, mm-hmm. but we also want them to counterbalance uh, to make sure they stay in that zone of 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 humility and and balanced self image, so that they can be open. And it's mm-hmm. unbelievable. Soon, soon as I realized it, um, you know, I I was very open to people. You know, I, I'm not saying that I was stubborn, uh, but you know, uh, the last I guess the last eleven years, because I I did make the decision to be vulnerable. I started asking a lot of questions and surrounding myself with really good people and my board of directors. And you know, instead of me just making decisions unilaterally like I used to. I don't even make a decision even today without involving yeah. key key people. Makes sense, yeah. right? No, it absolutely does, Sean. And I love the um, you know the the analogy that you use because you know a lot of leaders and maybe like myself, you know, you 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 get a, in your head, yeah. you get an idea of who you think you are, and it's really wrapped around your job. And and maybe then even at, at, at some for some people, some of my clients talk to me about the imposter syndrome. You get to a point where you you know you you're maybe a little bit uh, timid about, uh, or maybe a little bit concerned about how far do you, you know, strip off the paint or the, or the varnish, because you may not really be as good as you really think you are. Right. And, right. and, and, but that's the whole point, right. Is that you're, you're constantly a, a work in progress and you're, and you're building on yourself. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But John, you know, this, this idea of vulnerability, I think if you kind of go a little bit further back, this, this idea that many of us who are in, in the leadership, uh, position were raised on this idea that, you know, that's the the tough guy or the stoic leader, or the quiet leader, the the one that you know is is you know kind of uh, you know, yeah. John Wayne is an old reference here, but you know just <laughs> just this really strong stoic quiet leader um, that's kind of working by themselves to 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 drive things forward. Um, this to me it seems like it's an outdated uh, concept. Um, you know, the, it is. The, the best leaders, as you say, are the, the ones that are empathetic, the ones that are are vulnerable and are looking for feedback and invite, as you said, you invite a group of people into some of the decision making process. Yeah. And they feel now more connected to the organization. Yeah. And, and the irony, JB, is, um, in fact, the decision to be vulnerable and kind of raise your hand and say, hey, you know, I recognize I'm pretty good, but I'm not really, really as good as I can and must be just kind of, you know, kind of making that decision to raise your hand uh, and be vulnerable, in fact, is uh, perhaps the, the most courageous decision uh, that a person can make. Uh, and oh, by the way, back to your point, uh, it's one that yields ultimately the most pleasure. Why is that? Because we realize, my goodness, that decision uh, to be vulnerable is, in fact, the igniter to growth. You know, mm-hmm. you can't mm-hmm. grow as a human yeah. being. Yeah, I always used to, you know, I always used to tell people, you know, I, I think that feedback is a gift. Right? Yeah. You just, you have, but you have to be sincere and persistent to get the feedback. Um, I have a client that that I was working with where it was, you know, he, he, he actually initially started telling me that he thought that he knew exactly what his people were thinking about him. Yeah. Um, and I thought, well, that's interesting, right? So as we, but then we started talking a little bit more and 
um, you know, I was trying to convince him of this idea of doing a 360 and getting 360 feedback. Of course. Um, and he was very convinced. I, I don't need to do that. I, I really don't. I or I had a I had some feedback last year. That's you know, and I, I sort of know what they all think. Um, but it was through that process of working with him, talking about the value of feedback and and how you know these are the people he's trying to connect with. These are the the individuals that 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 he's trying to inspire. And until he's accepting their feedback and and just listening and hearing and 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 having empathy for how they're perceiving him, exactly, he wasn't going to grow. So that was a real that that, that idea of feedback as a gift. Um, sometimes when you ask for feedback, if you if you kind of are easy breezy about it, people don't think you're sincere. They don't think that you. So they'll give you some some maybe generic answer. But if you're persistent and you continue yeah. to 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 say it and ask for it with sincerity sometimes and and by the way sometimes that feedback is is going to hurt right it's There's not no all going to be it's not going to be roses so you you get the feedback and 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 rather than trying to be defensive or come up with excuses or challenge it in the moment just accept it and and listen and and reflect on what somebody is what their experience with you as a leader is all about that's when that the, the growth process you're talking about that's what i think that occurs you know what's interesting, JB. I love what you're saying, and and I've seen your work, and it, it's impressive. Listen, you know, the, the, you know, and this is part of our IL philosophy, right? In fact, it's a law that we have a choice with feedback. We can accept it or reject it. But if you mm -hmm. reject it, you lose an important choice. Yeah, you're, right. And and what you lose is, um, guess what? You know, the, the choice that it goes with behaving differently than, in fact, actually is going to generate the results that are critical here, you know. Mm -hmm. And and so that kind of reinforces the point around uh, it is a gift to receive feedback as long as it's authentic and it's real. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's done in a professional way. What a beautiful thing to have. Mm -hmm. So it, you and I both know this. And certainly the listeners listening in, they understand that really, truly the greatest people, you know, just out, even outside of leadership, the greatest developed human beings are people who are open to perspective that others have about them. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and, but you're never going to be open unless you've got this consciousness around being vulnerable. Um, and it's important, you know, it's important to, I, you know, we, we have a lot of narcissism, obviously, in the world of leadership. And one mm -hmm. of the greatest ways in the world to counterbalance that tendency uh, is, is just to be, is, is to be vulnerable, you know, mm -hmm. is to believe in it, is to embrace it, to live it, to practice it, uh, and to do so in your home, too. You know, you know, mm -hmm. we, you know, if you if you look at uh, families, you know, and 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 relationships and families, you know, what's the instigator to failure? A lot of it is just not being open, mm -hmm. right? So, John, this uh, this particular principle about vulnerability, I think, leads very nicely into the the next principle, which is that successful leaders and future leaders must become acutely aware of their gifts and gaps. Uh, so, you know, I, I've always believed that self-awareness is is really the key to change. So you, you yeah. start with the vulnerability, which is opening yourself up for feedback, opening up to the idea that you don't really, you know, you don't really have all the answers to this idea that 
how, then how do you get yourself more connected and more self-aware? Part of it is feedback, but, but maybe you want to elaborate here on the, on this principle. So, so, uh, you know, it, it, it sort of goes back to what we said in an earlier show, you know, which is, uh, this concept that we we use in medicine prescription before diagnosis is malpractice. Um, it's interesting in the world of leadership and, and JB, you, you live this principle yourself that, you know, ultimately it's about not a coach prescribing as much as it is co-creation co, co of, mm-hmm. you know, a prescription and a strategy. But we both know that that prescription and strategy is going to be error prone unless we're really, really accurate about the gifts that that individual has that we really want to blow out. We want to take those gifts and strengths and literally partner, right. To make them even stronger, which is what great athletes do, by the way, you know, Mm -hmm. if you take a look at a world-class athlete, they never take their gifts for granted, JB, right. They, Mm -hmm. they constantly, they know the differentiators and they will commit. You know, obviously not only, you know, focusing on the gaps and the weaknesses that could pull them away, but also polishing their gifts and strengths. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, this this is really, really important. And I think, you know, in the world of leadership and just in the world of, you know, how do you become the best that you can be as a person? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, self-awareness is the instigator here. But let's make sure that we 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 preface it with accurate self-awareness being right. really, really accurate. Right. Um, so, in, in, and yeah. in the coaching and in the coaching that we both do, right. We, we really believe that that inner core, right. The character and values and beliefs of an individual are ultimately what's kind of driving emotions, which then, you know, creates the mindsets that you have. And then, you know, you see it in the behaviors of the outer core of, of the individual. Yes. So, you know, the, the work and the assessments that we do are really to get at giving a, the, the leader, a better understanding of how their their internal makeup is is powering or is is defined in their in their outer behaviors. Exactly. And once they make those connections, they get the aha, and they go, "Oh, you know, yeah, that's so." I mean, it, it's this that's causing the the you know the, the the behaviors that I've been I've been exhibiting to my team. You know, the overly aggressive ego, or you know, the um, you know the, the, the maybe the the um, quick to quick to get angry or whatever. There's certain fears or certain things internally, beliefs that you had that, that are being challenged that are then, then are evidenced by the behaviors. Um, so we talk, we both agree, I think that, you know, Absolutely. understanding your superpower as a leader, right? This yeah. idea of leaning into those, those gifts and strengths are, is yeah. extremely important. Oh, yeah. You do want to address the gaps as well. If there's something that's really screaming out there that may be, uh, you know, sending you off track, derailing as we, we like to call it. Oh yeah. You know, I also think, you know, what I'm finding with with a lot of my clients is that there are hidden gems or hidden um, strengths, gifts that they have that sometimes they don't even they don't even know themselves. I had a, I had a client recently that I was talking to him and we, we did the 360 and the feedback that came back about his ability to, you know, with team and talent leadership, yeah. how he was connecting with people. Everyone saw him as a great talent leader. And then we started talking about what his core purpose was and how he was so passionate about, yeah. you know, working with others and, and, you know, the recruitment efforts and, and, and it just snowballed into, he said, this is, you know, the light went on for him. He's like, this is where I really love being 
is recruiting and talent development. And now he's yeah. he's working with new talent. They come in to kind of get them get them, uh, you know, attached to the company and get them integrated into the company. He recognizes that doing weekly or monthly um, lunch and learns and and right. continuing to work with them and show them that the company cares that he cared was really something that was a superpower for him. And he didn't even I mean, I think he maybe he, he had some inkling, but it wasn't until he got that really strong feedback from oh, the yeah. from the, the, the surveys that he just said, wow, you know, and then, you know, you and I have talked a lot about the negativity bias, right? Oh, yeah. Right? The, the, the idea that, that, you know, many of us, right, we immediately want to go to the problem. And we want to say, hey, listen, I, I, yeah, I've got all these great strengths and things like that, but I really just want you to tell me, you know, here, what are the, the three things that I need to go fix? Well, you know, if, <laughs> if, I, had, if I had to choose between yes. spending an hour working on or a day or a week or whatever, working on building up the strengths and helping you lean into it versus right. going and fixing, fixing a, a problem, I'd much rather, I think that the value, the real return is on working on those superpowers. It, it is, JB. I love what you just said. And inevitably, as you and I both know, uh, as soon as you hear that from, from a leader that, hey, uh, hey, JB and John, I'm not really, listen, I, I know what my, you know, I know what my strengths are. You know, I brought you in to really, you know, focus in on the development needs and the gaps. Mm -hmm. You know, as soon as we hear that, guess what? We, we, we have a massive gap here because if you're somebody who can't embrace your gifts and strengths and kind of look at them as um, uh, to have pride that these gifts and strengths have served you very, very well, you would not be the person or leader mm -hmm. that you are mm -hmm. today, right? If you did not have these gifts and you didn't embrace them and you weren't executing them. And sometimes you got to be really, really honest with a leader and say, listen, um, until you really embrace this gift, um, yeah, it's a gift, but we can actually make it stronger. Isn't that a much more exciting scenario to take a gift and strength and just blow this thing out? You absolutely. Know? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I mean it, ma it makes sense. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, those those areas that are gaps, right, instead of trying to solve and, be, you know, become the perfect leader, right, you know, because I, I do believe that, you know, it's, it's not about perfection, it's progress. So how do you, how, where do you want to, where do you want to focus your attention? Right. And then making sure that those, the, the gaps that you are going to focus on are really, if you resolve that, if you, if you're able to come up with strategies and, and, and uh, techniques to, to overcome that yep. in your leadership style, Absolutely. that those are going to have a major measurable impact. So you, you really want to focus on, on those gaps that are going to, in order, in terms of the, where is it going to create the biggest impact? Well, you know, the, you know, the fun that we have with our clients, you know, we got, we have a process, the IL process. And one of those assessments that we utilize actually uncovers deep within the inner core, the traits, the igniters deep within the inner core that, you know, we can actually measure JB, as you know, right with the MLEI, how active those traits are to the extent that they're actually igniting, sort of just kind of think of engines, you know, the mm -hmm. listeners who are listening and just kind of think as engines popping, right? Yeah. And when they pop, they can pop um, either potentially maturely or immaturely. And again, we'll use a medical analogy here, good cholesterol, bad cholesterol, bad cholesterol. If you go to the doctor and the doctor says, hey, JB, your, your, bad, your bad cholesterol is up, they're gonna ask you, right? What's going mm -hmm. on, you know? And what, what we know is, um, and here, here's, here's the self-awareness that comes, I think, with coaching journeys, JB, 
you know, an executive can show a strength potentially on a trait. Um, in, in other words, it can be a very active trait, which, and we know, right, if that trait's active, it's going to spill into behavior. But if we help them see, wait a minute, you got some bad cholesterol on that trait that may not have, it may not be emerging right now, but potentially can emerge in a negative way. Back to, back to the point that we're talking about, strengths and gifts can very, very quickly turn into gaps. Right. The same right. trait. You know, yeah. and that's so important for our clients to understand, wow, I wasn't even aware I had this tendency to uh, have this bad cholesterol. And boy, you know, now I'm aware that it exists. And the trigger likely is going to be stress, right? Disruption mm -hmm. and change. That's a right, JB. That's a yeah. huge aha for our clients. Yeah, I mean, I love the analogy of the the cholesterol because I do think that's that's really appropriate, and and what the work that that we we do with our clients, the work I do with my clients is trying to get them to uh, have that self awareness that as they start to react, they start to feel themselves reacting in that Excellent. in that immature yes. way, right? There they start go. to feel that bad cholesterol feel coming it. out. That's right. That they've got that they've got strategies that we we develop strategies on how to deal with that and how that how to turn that back into a positive reinforcing behavior. So. Um, so, John, these these two topics have been, been a great um, conversation about two different topics, the, the, deci the decision to be vulnerable and, and of course, you know, becoming more self-aware and understanding those gifts and, and gaps. So th thank you so much. I'm, I'm really looking forward to our next our next session. You too, um, so, so thank you again. I thank really, really much. appreciate it. Thank you. We've been talking to our guest, John Matone, the world's top leadership coach. And we've been talking about intelligent leadership. This is something that John has founded. We're just so delighted to have him as a guest here on the podcast. So this last episode has been about principle number five, which is leaders making that conscious decision to be vulnerable. And number six, which is leaders becoming acutely aware of their gifts and gaps. If you've enjoyed this session and you haven't listened to the previous sessions, I, I encourage you to go back and have a listen to those as well as follow along because we're going to have a couple of more sessions with John. And if you're interested in learning a little bit more about the subject and uh, talking to me and sharing your ideas uh, directly, you can reach me at uh, my website, which is johnbert.intelligentleadershipec.com, or you can email me at jbert at intelligentleadershipec.com. I'll also put this information in the notes to this podcast episode. So until next time. Thank you.